Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 390. Are you an all or nothing person? Here's how to change. By Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. This is the OLD podcast, one of four podcasts where we read to you from the best blogs we can find. And on this show, I act as your very own personal narrator for amazing blogs and books covering personal development and minimalism mostly, and totally free of charge. I've been trying to keep these intros short for you so it's a little more convenient and we get right to the content. And if you'd be so kind to stick around all the way through to the end of the episode, I'd greatly appreciate it. So with that, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Are you an all or nothing person? Here's how to change by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Some of us lack a couple of gears. It's either full power ahead or nothing. Do you suffer from that? I do. My all or nothing mode was forged long ago. I come from a family of high achievers and my mother's way of responding to achievement was, well, see for yourself. Here's an interchange that happened when I was about 11 years old. I bounced home from school after sports day. Mommy, mommy, I got second place in the 100 meter sprints today. My mother looked at me in concern. Second place? Oh, what went wrong? I've tried hard not to pass it on to my son, but it must have leaked out somehow. I gave a wry smile when I heard Sebastian say recently after I suggested taking up kite surfing, No, I'm not going to take up a new sport. I haven't got time to devote to a new one, and I'm not interested in being mediocre at things. Oh dear, all or nothing, here we come. I've been trying to modify my all or nothing pattern recently, with mixed success. I'll give you an example. I'm focusing on becoming fitter and more flexible in the next eight weeks. For starters, I'm trying an experiment to see what happens to my body if I go to a yoga class each day for four weeks. That's maybe in the all basket. Today, I also resumed some uphill running for cardiovascular fitness. Instead of jogging right to the top of a hill nearby, I decided to just run to the first bend and then add a bend each day until I get to the top easily. Maybe that's a bit more modulated. All or nothing is a mode that creates perfectionists. It has a bad rap. Here's an example from a delightful blog by singer-writer Christine Kane. Quote, All or nothing thinking says you either do this perfectly or you don't even bother. It's one of the biggest blocks to making positive changes in your life. It's one of the biggest blocks to making your life work at all, unquote. But is it really all bad? Let's take a look at the pros and cons of the all or nothing mindset. Pros, you tend to achieve more in life. You end up highly skilled in a variety of areas. You are able to focus on one thing and go for it. You have high expectations of yourself. You can turn it on in emergencies for extra power and stamina. And you never suffer from boredom. Cons. You tend to be a bit highly strung. To kick back and relax is difficult. 
You tend to overuse your body. You're still trying to please your parents, even if they're dead. You find it difficult to just do things for fun without wanting to achieve excellence. You are hard on yourself. It adds greediness to one's character, which isn't always pleasant. It can paralyze you. If I can't do it perfectly, I'm not even going to try. Nothing is ever good enough, and it can sabotage effort. As you can see, there are both pros and cons. When the mind is in all or nothing mode, it sees the world in black and white. In order to modify this mindset, we need to train ourselves to focus softly on the in-between shades. For example, in my yoga practice, I have to respond to tiny inflections of balance, tension, and relaxation. In class today, we were standing in mountain pose, and I could feel exactly on which part of the soles my weight was resting. That's taking note of shades and inflections. We could try something together. We could focus for one week on what is betwixt and between, the fading light in the evening, the turning of the tide, the shift between sleeping and waking, or the many other moments when soft change occurs. To be perfect means to be complete. When I look at Sweetie the cat, all curled up and purring at my side, that's complete sweetiness. And I, sitting on the sofa writing, am complete merriness. Each thing is complete, and that completeness has its own unique beauty. We need to remember, especially us all-or-nothing people, that our stumbles and shambles are also complete. Each step, each breath, each action is complete. When we remember that, we can transform this mindset into an energy that encourages us to learn and develop in life, and yet accept our inevitable failures with good cheer and kindness. You just listened to the post titled, Are You an All or Nothing Person? Here's How to Change by Mary Yaksh of GoLifeZen.com. And my little ask for today will be short. Every once in a while, I like to ask you to consider sharing this podcast with someone. And there's not really an easy way to share podcasts like there are ways to share pictures and blogs. But the easiest thing you can do when you see someone who has a smartphone is show them how to subscribe. Someone who's interested in minimalism or personal development or habit building, anything along those lines, to show them where the podcast is and how to subscribe. That'd be a huge help and I'd like to think that they'll thank you for it too. And that's it for the Wednesday show. I'll have a post from a popular minimalist tomorrow. So stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.